Hallelujah. Um, uh, we can have our seats. We are already seated. Amen. Um, I want to thank the Lord for being faithful to us throughout um, the preparatory period for for this convention. Amen. Um, the Lord has been very, very good to us. Um, this entire season, I, I, I believe beginning from the convention, the Believers' Convention in August, um, to UK Convention, praise God. And even, even now, um, I believe it's just one strain of, of, uh, of blessing, praise God. Uh, it's one continuous stream, and the Lord is going to move it further um, in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, praise the Lord. So um, tonight we'll just uh, look a little bit more at the same thing um, that we've been seeing, I think, through all through our prayer meeting. We've been looking at, uh, at Paul's um, writings, uh, praise God, primarily as Paul's writings in 1 Corinthians, where he began to open up the, the concept of, of another love. Amen. He began to open up another love, which is uh, beyond the love uh, that uh, most Christians are uh, used to. You know, the Corinthian church, they, uh, well, he, at the beginning of First Corinthians, he dealt with their carnality, amen, a lot of their carnal issues and everything. And, and then, but I, I believe that um, not everyone in that church was carnal. Um, even though maybe a lot of them were carnal, that were caused a lot of problems, but praise God, you know where kind of people are, problems. <laughs> they are problems. Praise God. So, uh, so I, I feel there were still people who were spiritual in that church. But before you begin to talk to the spiritual people, you have to deal with the troubles that the carnal guys are making. Amen. So towards the end of the, of the book of First Corinthians, you see he began to now touch some other things. Praise the Lord. And so in First in, in Corinthians chapter 12, he, he, um, amen, he spoke about the gifts, he spoke about um, offices also, not offices in terms of fivefold, but offices that have, he said, he set some in churches. And he began to, to first apostle, then prophet, he began to list them, amen. Then at the end, he now said, I, I show unto you a, a more excellent way, praise God. Um, then he moved on in chapter 13, verse 1, and began to... Now expound on that way, uh, which we know is charity. Praise God. And then in chapter 14, verse 1, he now said, okay, this way I just showed you. You should follow after it. Amen. Uh, so, so there's the uniqueness of Christ's love. And I believe that's um, probably what the Lord will, in this program, by God's grace, he will make it, he will bring it, you know, spiritual things, um, to translate spiritual things from scripture to your heart, to you, to your life. There's a lot of journey that's involved. Things must happen. Holy Ghost visit, has to visit, start with first opening the scripture. Uh, amen. Has to first deal with your faults, your preconceptions about it. He has to recorrect, like let's laugh First Corinthians 13, for example. We've read it many times, and there are many things we've said around that place, <laughs> amen. Even with scales of darkness in our eyes, 
we've tried to interpret that place to mean maybe just being good, not giving, you know, being kind and all that. Praise God. So, so you, but the, thank God for the work of the Holy Spirit who began to breathe a fresh breath upon that chapter. And we're now beginning to see that that love is a different, is the unveiling of a different love. Um, amen. And so for that love, that unveiling that Paul was, was, began to do by the Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, for that unveiling to happen inside the heart of a man is another different conversation. That's why they can create a program like this around it for us so that there can be an atmosphere of the Spirit enough to break through the, the things within our soul that are as being a resistance, amen, to, to us actually coming to terms with the love of Christ. Praise God. Um, so, uh, so, you see, that love, uh, one of the things as we were praying, my brother James was leading the prayer, uh, one of the things that just dropped in my heart was the, the, true, the true meaning. What is love in essence? Amen. In essence, love, of course, you know, is not a feeling. Um, love is not a feeling. Love is more than a feeling. Um, to me, I see love spiritually the way um, the Bible presents it. More of uh, is more of an is more of an agreement. Praise God. Love is more of what. Love is more of an agreement. It's more of a soul resting in a place. Praise God. Is a soul doing what? In the soul resting in a place where it naturally flows in. Praise God. And anything a soul does not naturally flow in, he doesn't love it. Praise God. Anything a soul doesn't naturally love flowing. He might be doing it. Praise God. There are a lot of things the soul, a lot of phases a soul passes through before it arrives at that thing called love. Love is a special commodity. It's a special state in the spirit. It's not easy to make a soul love. A lot of work must be done. Amen. To make a soul love. And, and so one of the work that, um, praise God, uh, that we began to see being done in the epistle, um, and more clearly now that um, we have this emphasis, is to now begin to separate. You know, in our teachings, I think recently we've been seeing a lot of separation now between faith and love. There's a difference between faith and love. We now saw there's a difference between faith walk and love walk. Praise God. There's a difference between what? Faith walk and what? And love walk. So, but faith walk precedes love walk. Love walk is the walk that you walk after your heart has settled in a place. Amen. It's what? The walk that you walk after your what? Your heart has settled. And then when, you, when we look at that definition, you know, it's a different ballgame entirely. With the whole conversation has changed. Praise God. You now discover that, and I, I, for me personally, I discovered that a lot of my sense of attainment in terms of spiritually, in terms of my, my spiritual work with God, I now discovered that a lot of my sense of attainment were actually attainments in faith. 
not in love. I discovered, and I began to count victories. I began to count victory, not, not victories, let's, let's, let me say, not in the milk of the word, but by God's grace, some victories which I have um, attained in the word of Christ, in the realm of Christ, I now realize that almost all those victories are faith victories. And I saw that there are even more victories of faith which are still, <laughs> which are still needed. Amen. But I now discovered, well, when I now began to search for love, you know, when light comes, you know, light is the instrument for searching. Right? When, you, when there's no light, you can't search. And when you can't search, you have ignorance. When there's no light, there is ignorance. Ignorance means there are things you ignore. They don't come to the frame of your thinking. You don't consider them. Praise God. And, and loving God is not thing that men really consider. Because if men really consider loving God, we will be so... I think many, many of us will be so broken at how short we fall. Amen. You know what I mean? I mean, I swear that we all fall very, very short. When you begin to unveil the standard of love, praise God, which is a higher standard than the standard of faith. Now, if you begin to unveil standard of faith, you see a lot of valiant men begin to arise. Praise God. But when you begin to unveil the standard of love, amen, you now discover that you now discover that a lot of men, because a lot of souls, I mean generally in the body of Christ now, many souls haven't settled yet in Christ. Talk less of God. Praise the Lord. So, so um, that love conversation, like I was saying before, speaks about how much of his things do you naturally flow with? Do you naturally agree with? Amen. I praise God. Another way to put it is, how many of God's things that when you are doing them, you are not doing something contrary to your nature. You are doing something that's your nature. That's a different question. <laughs> Amen. You understand that? In faith work, faith work is about doing things contrary. Oh, I, I want to do this. But, ah, revelation will come. That moment when you want to do it, that's when revelation will always come. And say, we can't do this. Oh, you love to do this, but you cannot do it. Why can't you do it? Because of what the word of Christ in you begins to speak and say, no, Christ doesn't behave like this. Christ doesn't do this. Christ doesn't do that. And you restrain yourself. Praise God. That is good. That's awesome because a lot of people don't hear such things. Praise God. But, you see, that state is a state is still a state of faith. It's that they have to, the reason for, like, like the Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, wisdom, praise God. The purpose of that riches of the word of Christ, amen, is to, um, is to, is to maintain the walk of faith. Is to keep the believer walking. The amount of riches of the word of Christ you have, praise God, is the safety in the path of faith. When a soul is bankrupt of the word of Christ, that soul is bankrupt of what? Of safety. Because when you begin to take turns, you begin to, 
your, your nature begins to speak to you. You know, nature is a leader. That's the purpose of nature. Nature just means, a man's nature is, means what they installed in him to lead him every day. What has been installed in a man to make sure that, the purpose of nature is to keep men in part. It's the conf, nature is the configuration of, nature is what dictates to the feet where to walk. Amen. What dictates to who? To the feet where to walk. Do you know that walking is not a, you can say walking is voluntary. Then I was, I'm going to walk here. I'm going to go this way or that way. Praise God. But walking, if you really think about how we walk, is not really a conscious thing. You know, that's why you can be walking and on being on the phone. You can be walking and eating. You can be walking and doing all kinds of things and you are just going. People even walk and sleep. It's called sleepwalking. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So it means that, that walking, there's a the walking, there's something, the connection between the feet and the subconscious means what has been installed on the inside of a man determines how he walks. They do not walk as the Gentile walks. The Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Praise, God. Praise the Lord. Having their understanding, what? Darkened. Praise God. Being alienated from the life of God by what? The ignorance that is in them through the blindness of their heart. Praise the Lord. So that, that ignorance, blindness of their heart, those are installations in men to make men walk as the Gentiles walk. Praise God. Amen. So, but now when you, a man begins to receive the word of Christ, the word of Christ begins to come into you. That's why they say he must dwell in you richly. Praise God, because for you to have a, even, uh, amen, for, praise God, for, for anything in a man to have a chance of victory over a man's nature, it must be rich. Because nature as is sitting as a king, this is who we are. Amen. You can't, you can't bring scarce, a scarce word. Amen. He would have walked how he wants to walk before he even remembers anything. Praise the Lord. So that's why the word must dwell in you richly. The purpose of the, the word of Christ dwelling richly in a man is to try and reconfigure how the feet is walking and make a man walk contrary to his nature. Amen. And I know by God's grace, that's the reason why I mean, um, I don't know how many conventions now we've been on Christ, praise God, but yes, we've been on Christ, teaching is for the purpose of the word of Christ dwelling richly in us, amen. Um, but I think now, not that we all have the word of Christ, though. amen. How many of us have all the, you have the word of Christ? All of it, praise God. Now you are ready, you know, there's a way we think of these things, amen. When, <laughs> when they say love, Praise God. You know, say, ah, finally, this faith of the Son thing. We have finally finished this realm of faith of the Son. Thank God. God, you've given us past Marco for you to bring this theme to us. It means that we have passed this thing. It's now time to move into love. <laughs> no, amen. Praise God. If you know what it means, to, if you see a man in whom the word of Christ dwells in richly, <laughs> amen. An example is someone like Paul. Someone like Paul had gotten to a place where the Christ word was rich in him. Do you know that? So, of course, he didn't only have word of Christ. He also had life of Christ. Praise God. He had faith of Christ. Of course, he was a preacher of faith. But I believe Paul also had love of Christ. Because he also taught about that love. He was the one who was able to expound that love. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. So, so a sign of that someone has a word of Christ richly is that they have, they have spiritual. I won't use the word scriptural. I use the word spiritual. They have spiritual answer against the demand of the, of the natural man. The demands of the carnal man. They have what? Spiritual. spiritual. I, I use the word spiritual. I didn't say just scriptural. Praise God. It's just scripture alone cannot answer the natural man. Just scripture cannot answer the carnal man. Amen. It takes spirit. And scripture is spirit. Praise God. What I say, scripture is what? Is spirit. Um, so the way scripture dwells in a man is, in, is by spirit. So is how much spirit scripture that you have when it becomes rich, when you become spiritually rich with the scripture. Amen. Then that is what engages the walk of faith. It's not possible for any soul to walk in the faith of the Son or to walk in the faith of Christ without being rich in the scriptures. Praise God. You get that? Because it's out of the riches of scripture that faith instruction comes. Amen. But um, now this season, you now wonder, okay, why, why are they opening up love to us? Number one, that's their thing. It's not for you to ask. They have their season and their timing. Amen. Praise God. Uh, well, number two um, is that, praise God, is that sometimes to move you forward, they have to bring the, a higher weight of demand upon the soul. Amen. They have to do what? They have to bring a what? A higher weight of demand upon the soul. Praise God. And love is a demand. Love is a demand. Love demands Love demands everything. Love demands what? Everything. Because love, and I said before, love means agreement, right? It means settlement. It means whole agreement. It means what? Settlement. Another word for love is actually, love means rest. It means you have rested in a thing. Praise God. Now, you know, there is a rest in God. We've, we learned that in the book of Hebrews. Amen. But you know, there's also a rest in Christ. Do you know that? There's a rest in God. Praise the Lord. But there's also what? There's what you call entering into his rest. Amen. But there's also a rest in Christ. The rest in Christ is the realm of where? The realm of love, which is the love of Christ. Which is that when a soul has come into agreement with Christ... That soul has rested with Christ. It means there's no longer a fight in nature. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, in the book, let's see the book of Hebrews. Just quickly before we, before we go tonight. Amen. Um, convention is starting tomorrow. So, uh, praise God. Uh, we have um, real ministers who will be ministering to us. Amen. You know what I mean, eh? 
we may have real ministers, not um, praise God. Let's see Hebrews chapter eight. Um, I'll read from verse. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 He says that, I read from verse 9, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, saith the law. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts and I will be to them, to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Praise the Lord. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he said, A new covenant he had made the first old, now that which decayeth. And wax set old is ready to vanish away. Amen. Uh, so this thing, what I saw um, just before coming up was that this covenant, um, which is speaking about a new, a new covenant. Amen. He's speaking about, say, a new covenant. A new covenant, which he has made. The first. Now, how many of us know that the new covenant is not, is not the... The new covenant is not the promise. A amen. The new covenant is not what? The new covenant is not the promise. The, there is the, the promise is different. It's an everlasting covenant. There is Before any soul comes into the everlasting covenant, there's something called an everlasting covenant, right? And I will make an everlasting covenant. With him, even what, even the sure mercies of that's the book of Isaiah, right, chapter fifty-five, right? Praise the Lord. So that there's the everlasting covenant, which is the covenant which God makes with man. God does not make any other kind of covenant apart from a covenant that is everlasting. Praise the Lord. That is a covenant. That is God's own covenant. But there is a kind of covenant. Anybody who will come into an everlasting covenant must first have a covenant. Amen. They must first what? have what? A covenant. That covenant is called the new covenant. Amen. So that, the, that new covenant is the covenant of Christ. It's a covenant which Christ makes with a man. Any man who hasn't made entered into covenant with Christ can never enter into a covenant with God. Praise the Lord. Any man who hasn't entered what? Into covenant with Christ cannot enter what? Into covenant with God. Now, the word covenant means agree. Agree. So what I just said is that any man who hasn't agreed with Christ will never have will never agree with God. Praise the Lord. And this is a real thing. 
There are many souls who have left the earth, who have gone to heaven, who don't have agreement with God in their soul. That when heaven checks them, they say that this soul is not in agreement. Praise God. In other words, this soul has not agreed with the covenant. Amen. The word covenant, of course, covenant has testimonies in it. The testimony is the content of the covenant. Testimony just simply means the thing that you should agree to. The covenant is the enacting, the, the, is the process where you actually do the agreement. The covenant is agreeing. The, the testament is what you should agree to. You get that? Praise the Lord. So, the New Testament is, contains the new covenant. You know, there's this way we divide the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. That's not all there is in the Bible. The Bible is not divided between Old Testament and New Testament. In the Bible, there is Old Testament, there is New Testament, there is something more than New Testament also in the Bible. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. What the Bible calls the testimony of Jesus is not New Testament. It is New Testament is part of it. Praise the Lord. But there is a greater testament, the real testament, which, which the spirit of prophecy embodies. Amen. That testament is greater than the New Testament. It is actually an everlasting testament. When the temple of God was opened in heaven, they said there was that, that was where the, the, the tabernacle, they call it the tabernacle of the testimony of God. <laughs> that testimony, before the tabernacle of testimony opened, there was, we have already passed through New Testament. Do you, do you understand that? The, those seven churches had, were already decked and grounded in the New Testament before the testimony of God opened up. Are you seeing that? Praise the Lord. But before the, before the testament of God comes, praise the Lord, there is a testament before that. It's called the New Testament. Amen. And what we call the new covenant, which the Lord says first, will first make the new covenant is the giving of the testimony. Testimony means the content, what men should agree to. Do you understand that? Now, any soul who doesn't agree to certain things will not have eternal dwelling with God. And when they check a soul, they can see what the soul, if the soul has the agreement or not. Do you get that? So in answer, you can see souls can be born again, but they have not agreed with Christ. And the first purpose of coming to church is to agree with Christ. And who is Christ? You ask me, who is Christ? Christ is the embodiment of the testimony which a man should obey. Simple. Testimony, things which men should obey. And those things which men should obey, heaven looks for it. They are searching for it. Angels are sensitive to it. When they look at men, they are looking for those things. Praise God. God is looking for those things in men. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that New Testament, are you seeing that? What men should agree to. Those are the things that, are, that constitute 
the love of Christ. Does that make sense? They are the things that constitute what? The love of Christ. The love of Christ. Or what you call charity. Praise God. Amen. So I believe that in this convention, um, let us not just see it as scriptures, just the way we see scriptures being open to us. I want each one of us to have our mind ready to have a, a personal experience. What kind of experience? That's just what I just sought to share with us tonight is how should our hearts be for this kind of meeting? Praise God. The way your heart should be for this kind of meeting, amen, is you should begin to, as revelation is coming, allow the Holy Spirit to begin to show you the things you need to agree to. That's it. Praise God. The things, there are things you, you are yet to agree to. You are the, that agree is not a mental assent. Oh, I agree. You, you get what I'm saying? It's more than that English I agree thing. That I agree is more we do more in faith work. That, oh God, I want to do that thing. That's what my nature really wants to do. The revelation comes and says, no, we can't do it. We do something. I'll say, okay, 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 I agree. You get what I'm saying? But it's still contrary to your nature. That's not agreement. That is the agreement of your mind to do something. Now we're talking about agreement of heart. That's what we just read in, in Hebrews chapter 8, right? So there are two levels. I will put my law in your mind. Then I will now go into your heart and I will now write them. In the writing part of in your heart is where the true covenant is made. Do you agree? Do you get that? Now, what God needs to agree with him is not a man's mind. Praise God. It's a man's what? It's a man's heart. It's a man's heart. Do you see? When a person is walking by faith, to walk by faith, really, what you need is for your mind to agree with it. That's the right they give us scripture. The purpose of scripture is for the renewing of the mind. Right? Be able to, to make a man's mind agree with certain things. That's the purpose of the scripture. Holy Ghost wrote the scripture in a way to converse with minds. The way scripture, the way John aligns with Paul, the way Romans aligns with Corinthians, Ephesians, Colossians, the way the, the scriptures come together and then they, they speak about what has been laid in the Old Testament, bring it to light to give conviction. Amen. To convince a man. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is, to, is a conversation. Scripture is a world of conversation. You, by revelation, they are conversing with you. They converse with you. And the first landing point is the mind. That's why you have to heal the vanity of the mind. It's by the scripture. It's the healer of the vanity of the mind. Amen. If you can heal a man's, if you can heal disagreement in a man's mind, he will walk by faith. That area of the mind is where, because that's where the devil did his work into how men imagination, how men think. Praise God. You know, mind is not just your brain, physical. Mind is also spiritual. Praise the Lord. That's why you say you should be spiritually minded. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is what? Is life and peace. What makes you spiritually minded is the conversation of revelation that you have in the scriptures. Now, that, what that does something, it opens up the mind to agree with certain things. When the mind agrees, okay, we'll do it. You can agree to do it, 
but the heart, you know, the writing upon the heart. So there's difference between the putting of the law in the mind. The scripture puts the law in the mind. That's why you meditate there in day and night. You, as you are meditating, it is the, it's bringing about entrance. The entrance of thy word. It giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Praise the Lord. When as light is going up, in, it's going on in the mind, praise the Lord, that's, that person gains capacity to walk contrary to his nature. Do you agree with that? Amen. But after, when that happens, there is another level which must happen which is the writing of the law in the heart. That is, your mind has agreed. That's where a lot of us are with a lot of many, many things. Our mind has, how do we know our mind has agreed with it? Well, if someone does something contrary, you can, the scripture flows out naturally. You don't even need to, this is the scriptures that can give 10, 20 scriptures. I say, no, this is why we should walk in this way. Praise God. But it doesn't mean that the heart has come into agreement because that thing you are using scripture to judge, given the right circumstances, you can still do it. <laughs> Praise God. This is the this is the what I just described now is the plague and the the, the, the problem of word of righteousness people who have not yet rested in Christ. Sometimes the weight of revelation can make you, you are, it's too heavy for you. Because anywhere you look at, you are seeing things that should be done. A certain way. Your revelation is talking to you. You are even sleeping. You can even be dreaming the revelation. Praise God. You know, I love the spirit of revelation. It's the spirit of the Holy Ghost. I think he just, he just shed himself inside the book. And just gave part of his nature. Anywhere, if, if you can dare understand this thing, you, I, you have trapped a part of me that will be talking to you forever. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot escape <laughs> You cannot escape. Do you know that the scripture is the mind of the Holy Ghost? Scripture is how Holy Ghost thinks. Is the way his thought process is how he recorded it in the scripture. That if you can gain access to it, amen, you carry, when you carry scripture, you carry spirit. Praise the Lord. So, so, and that's one thing that they have to quickly help all of us. Because if we keep loading spirit and spirit, in, in scripture and scripture and we are not our loading level of scripture is not aligning with our inward agreement. It's like carrying a mighty load all around. After a while it becomes unbearable for you. I don't know if we are seeing this, the, the season or there's a, something they, are, they, want to, they, they want to show the way the way to agree with that body that you are carrying. And let me tell you something. The more you agree in your heart, the lighter the body. That's the meaning of what Jesus Christ said. My body is what? My yoke is easy. My body is light. Come unto me, you who are weary, who are heavy laden. I will give rest for your to your souls. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Take my yoke upon you. You know, his yoke is his learning. Teach, anytime they are teaching you revelation, they are yoking you. They are casting yoke upon you. 
And that yoke, the yoke of the revelation of Christ is so strong, you can't run. Go to the deepest part of North Korea. You think you've escaped from all your revelation. In the middle of the night, it will come. <laughs> you can't escape. David said, where will I hide from you? When I go inside the depth of the sea, I see you there. If I go to the mountain, amen. Because the, the, the scripture is a, is, a, is a way of, the scripture is a way of God being with you anywhere you go. You see that thing called under, if you understand a thing, if you understand a thing, understanding is yoke. They yoke your soul by understanding. Every revelation is a yoke. You can't escape it. Praise the Lord. That's why James later began to, when James was now, was, you know James was, his, his letter was in that time where they had, they had the scripture had begun to transition into love conversation. They now began to tell them, look, do not be hearers only, but be doers also. Praise the, praise the Lord. Do not be like a forgetful hearer. Amen. But you should be the what? A also a doer of the work. And so shall you be blessed in what you do. Amen. Praise God. So, so this is what the Lord wants to do with us in this program. As you are listening, note that what they are showing you ways. You see, all the things you thought you knew you couldn't do, this is the answer. This season is a revelation. It's a revelation. It's not, it's not just fit revelation. There's what you call love revelation. It's a revelation. Revelation of love is, is how to agree with it. That's, that's, the, that's the way we don't know. We know how to hear it. We know how to listen to it. We know how to preach it. We know how to teach it. We become masters at preaching, teaching, and all that. But the, the part we have not yet mastered is how to do. But there is a way to do it. That's what Paul is teaching. It's what he called the more excellent way. See, now I show you. I show you a more excellent way. Praise the Lord. How many of us are ready for this way? We are ready for this way. Just begin to talk to heaven and just tell the Lord I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready in this program. I'm ready in this season. I'm ready at this time. I'm ready. I'm ready for, for your way. How, how do you do it? Jesus, how did you do it? This is the answer. Have you ever asked that question before? Say, who was tempted without sin? In all points, yet without sin. How did he do it? There was a way. He found a way. It's the way of the Messiah. The way of the anointed one. The way of the Christ. But he is about to unveil that way to us. To make us victorious. Many colleges so, begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to talk to him. Begin to talk to him. Let's say, if there's anything that's not yet ready in my heart. For this blessing. For this season. Uh, Lord, even though maybe I should have been praying for the last couple of weeks. I didn't pray or something. So Lord, there's mercy now. You can still have mercy. In the next tonight, you can still prepare my heart. You can still help me. You can still help me to weigh and see the seriousness of this season. To see the enormity, how enormous the blessing which you are about to bring is. Come and have mercy. Have mercy upon my heart. Have mercy upon my soul. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Let your mercy come. Let your mercy come. Let this way, let this way be unveiled to me personally. This way, let it be open to me personally. I want to see it. I want to know it. I want to master it. I want to have it. I want it to be mine. I want to follow after it. I want to follow after this way. 
Corre Macali Alabazute Librazuste Fareado Seprahana Labaskene Encali Caluta Librazus Enemento Limbranzesta Pariala Bazuste Prendo Livedento Ensani Cayala Bazuste Libranta Vadigadia Emprandosi Madicarientus Calibrendo Zubrendeli Haribaru de Desa En sasa 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 mala la mala barudi ala malibre lele hete en crezusa e criasta parita imbraute micre ala bazute lebre de en panama en pramama en pralema in pradiba in prediba zubredita guia en crena maleta liseste parabahando. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. One more one last prayer. Whenever you hear the word way in the Bible, you're not talking about a trivial thing. You see that thing called way, a way, ways, ways. That's what that's how the enemy has kept men in prison. What, what imprisons a man is the way he knows. He can never, one thing that a man can't easily break out from is a way. A way means how you go, how you live, how you naturally move, the movement of your, your, your behavior. Praise the Lord. Amen. So anytime they say, okay, now, you see that thing he said, now I show you a more excellent way. Praise God. He was about to show what they didn't know before. You know, he took time. He went through the things they know. He was very careful to break them down and break them. And even when he got to chapter 13, he also began to use example by example. Though you speak with tongues of men, though you speak with tongues of angels, you give all your food. To, you know, all the people's misconception of what the true way is. What they've interpreted to be the way. That's not the way. You get that? So anytime the heaven says, we don't just want to show you this season. It's not, I don't, it's not just to bring some new revelation. To show you some new mystery in the scripture you don't know. Now we want to unveil a way. Hmm. See, the, I believe this convention, the order of blessing is higher. It's higher than the orders of blessing we've had before. I believe that in this convention... I know, I know in, in teaching about this theme in the last couple of weeks in Ottawa, we ended up just teaching about inheritance. That's how the Spirit kept flowing with us. Inheritance. We went even back to the Old Testament, looking at Israel. Inheritance. And I discovered that this thing called way is inheritance. And the thing is that when a man finds a way, it's, it's not the same thing as having... You know, revelation can still go after a while. But it's difficult to wrestle a way from a man. Praise the Lord. So we are talking about something that if by God's grace, by God's mercy, we can come into it. We are talking about a kind of encounter that for decades to come, you can make reference. It was in 2020, in that, that strange year of 2020, when that useless pandemic was ravaging, that, well, that year when we had to socially distance and all that, that strange convention, that was when the way was open to me. So I want us to just pray that inheritance. Say inheritance. Pray for it. Inheritance means what you will have that cannot be taken from you. There is a way you can come into stature. 
way of walking, way of living. It's a, it's a breakthrough in the, in, the, in the depth of your heart that the Lord can do, that can change your course forever. It can change your trajectory in the spirit. It can elevate your capacity in the spirit. It can bring about such a great increase that after now you become a different person. That's what it means to find a way. Let's pray that Lord let the season of inheritance, this season of inheritance not pass me by in the name of Jesus. Help my soul to inherit. Help my my soul, my heart to inherit. Help me to inherit. Help me to inherit. Help me to inherit. I want to inherit your way. I want to inherit your way. I want to inherit the way of Christ. I want to inherit the way of Christ. Help me to inherit the way of Christ. Help me to inherit the way of Christ. Help me to inherit the way of Christ. Help Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give all glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our Father, we bless you. Thank you, 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 Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, 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 Abrenoste, brostes, brestes, brestes. Yes. Thank you. Yes.
the way. It's the way. The way is open. The way is opening. The way is opening to you. The way is opening to you. We are opening the way. We are opening the way. We are opening the way that you may pass, that you may pass through, that you may pass through, even into an everlasting love, into an everlasting love. For the way is being made known to you, for it is a season of way. It is a season of way. We are bringing ways, way, the way, the way, the way, the way, the way into the day, into the day, into the day. Into the day of your God. Into the day of your God. For the way is being made known. Even being made known and open to you. For blessings. Blessings is here even to visit you. Even to visit you. For we will visit you with blessings. Heavenly blessings. Everlasting blessings. Even the blessing which John knew. Which John knew. Which John knew. The door which John knows is being open. It's been open. Even the way of John. Even the way of love. Which John had access to. Even this way we are bringing to you. To make you know. To make you know this way. To make you know this way. To make you know this way. For great blessings await you in the spirit. For great blessings await you. It's awaiting you. For it's a weight of glory. It's a weight of glory. It's a weight of glory. And weights of blessings that we are bringing to you. We are bringing your way. We are bringing your way. We are bringing your way. For your heart will move. And your hearts will move. We will cause your hearts to move, even to agree, even to agree, even to agree with that which you are learning. We will cause you to agree with an everlasting love, say the Spirit of God. You have been learning my way, and you have been learning my path. But in this season, I'm opening my door to you. This is mine. This is mine. It is mine. It is my door. It is my door. It is my door. For I will cause blessings to come out of my door, even to cause you to enter. Even to cause you to enter. It is my door, mine, 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 mine. It is mine. It is mine. It is mine. 
No one knows mine. No one knows mine. No one knows mine. But I'm causing mine to be known. I'm causing mine to be known. To be known. For the way into my door is being made known to you. For the way into my door is being known to you. And for this cause is entrance given to you. Entrance is given. Entrance is given. Entrance. Even permitting you to learn of mine. Permitting you to learn of mine. Permitting you to learn of mine. To move you. To cause you to go up. To cause you to come up to me. To cause you to come up to me. You will come up to me. You will come up to me. And learn of my nature. Even my nature. Which is to be in you. And be your nature. And be your nature. I'm granting you access into my door. Say it the spirit. Thank you father. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, Father, we thank you. We give all the glory. We know this is just the beginning of your speaking. You have many, many things to say. Lord, we ask that we will not be dull of hearing. That you will be able to paint with precision. Father, all that you desire to say to us in this meeting. Father, we ask for different manifold kinds of blessings. To flow. Blessing to those who are, who are mighty. To those who are, who are little. Blessing to those who are fickle. Those who are weak and to the strong. To all manner of soul. All and sundry. Father may this be a convention. Where many souls will come away with. Great tangible testimonies. Of your goodness. Thank you our father. We give all the praise. We give all the glory to your name. Lord, we, we, we say that this arena, even our channels, even the waves, the airwaves and the channels through which this meeting shall be broadcast, it's open to the Spirit. By virtue of hearts being ready, to hear from you. Thank you, our Father. We welcome you. Jesus, the high priest, we welcome you. Come. This is your convention, your convocation. Come, 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 come. Come, we welcome you with even all your emissaries of angels who, who are ordained for, for us, to minister for us, who shall be inheritors of salvation. Thank you, our Father. We give all the Glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Yeah.